Welcome to Through the Bible in a Year with Pastor John. We invite you to join us at 1 Oakley Avenue in North Providence, Rhode Island. This podcast is presented to you by The Way Ministries, supported by listeners like you. For donations, live videos, podcasts, and more, please visit www.thewayministriesri.org. Thank you and have a great day. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Through the Bible in a Year with Pastor John. So glad you could join me today to get a portion of God's Word. Today we're going to begin with day 247, September 3rd. Hosea 7-8, International Sins of Israel. Overview. Israel's sin remains the focus of Hosea's prophecy. The nation's iniquity is like a raging fire. Their rebellion has weakened the nation to the point of spiritual stupor. They are beyond realizing who God is or what he has done for them. For this idolatrous, sin-riddled nation, there can only be one verdict, capture and defeat. Chapter 7, Burning Sin, verses 1 to 10. Betrayal of God, verses 11 to 16. Planting the Wind. Chapter 8, Blight of Idolatry, verses 1 to 7. Banishment from the Land, verses 8 to 14. Harvesting the World Insight. Political whirlwinds. Hosea 7-7. Even as Hosea prophesied in Israel, the political consequences of the nation's sins were being felt in the form of cruelty and brutality. 7-7. Four of the nation's last six kings were assassinated and the fifth was deported to Assyria. Insight. Will they never learn? Hosea 8-5. The gold calf that nearly cost Aaron his life and resulted in the deaths of 3,000 Israelites was destroyed. Exodus 32. But the idea lived on during the reign of Jeroboam, first king of the northern kingdom. He ordered similar gold calves to be erected at Dan and Bethel. For years, these calves were the focus of Israel's idolatrous worship, first Kings 12, 26 to 33. And perhaps it was in the very shadow of these same calves that Hosea stood as he prophesied destruction for idol and idolater alike, Hosea 8, 5. Insight. You reap what you sow. Hosea 8-7. Verse 8-7 is one of the best-known verses in Hosea, containing a principle found in at least two New Testament passages, 2 Corinthians 9-6 and Galatians 6, 7, and 8. Hosea 7. Israel's love for wickedness. I want to heal Israel, but its sins are too great. Samaria is filled with liars, thieves are on the inside, and bandits on the outside. Its people don't realize that I'm watching them. Their sinful deeds are all around them, and I see them all. The people entertain the king with their wickedness, and princes laugh at their lies. They are all adulterers, always aflame with lust. They are like an oven that is kept hot, while the baker is kneading the dough. On royal holidays, the princes get drunk with wine, carousing with those who mock them. Their hearts are like an oven blazing with intrigue. Their plot smolders through the night, and in the morning it breaks out like a raging fire. Burning like an oven, they consume their leaders. They kill their kings one after another, and no one cries to me for help. The people of Israel mingle with godless foreigners, making themselves as worthless as a half-baked cake. Worshiping foreign gods has sapped their strength, but they don't even know it. Their hair is gray, 
but they don't realize they're old and weak. Their arrogance testifies against them, yet they don't return to the Lord their God or even try to find him. The people of Israel have become like silly, witless doves, first calling to Egypt, then flying to Assyria for help. But as they fly about, I will throw my net over them and bring them down like a bird from the sky. I will punish them for all the evil they do, but sorrow awaits those who have deserted me. Let them die, for they have rebelled against me. I wanted to redeem them, but they have told lies about me. They do not cry out to me with sincere hearts. Instead, they sit on their couches and wail. They cut themselves, begging foreign gods for grain and new wine, and they turn away from me. I trained them and made them strong, yet now they plot evil against me. They look everywhere except to the Most High. They are as useless as a crooked bow. Their leaders will be killed by their enemies because of their insolence toward me. Then the people of Egypt will laugh at them. Hosea 8 Israel harvests the whirlwind. Sound the alarm. The enemy descends like an eagle on the people of the Lord. For they have broken my covenant and revolted against my law. Now Israel pleads with me. Help us, for you are our God. But it's too late. The people of Israel have rejected what is good. And now their enemies will chase after them. The people have appointed kings without my consent and princes without my approval by making idols for themselves from their silver and gold. They have brought about their own destruction. O Samaria, I reject this calf, this idol you have made. My fury burns against you. How long will you be incapable of innocence? This calf you worship, O Israel, was crafted by your own hands. It is not God. Therefore, it must be smashed to bits. They have planted the wind and will harvest the whirlwind. The stalks of grain wither and produce nothing to eat, and even if there is any grain, foreigners will eat it. The people of Israel have been swallowed up. They lie among the nations like an old discarded pot, like a wild donkey looking for a mate. They have gone up to Assyria. The people of Israel have sold themselves to many lovers, but though they have sold themselves to many allies, I will now gather them together for judgment. Then they will ride under the burden of the great king. Israel has built many altars to take away sin, but these very altars became places for sinning. Even though I gave them all my laws, they act if those laws don't apply to them. The people love to offer sacrifices to me, feasting on the meat, but I do not accept their sacrifices. I will hold my people accountable for their sins, and I will punish them. They will return to Egypt. Israel has forgotten its maker and built great palaces. And Judah has fortified its cities. Therefore, I will send down fire on their cities and will burn up their fortresses. My Daily Walk A bird lies fluttering on the ground, obviously injured. You respond by reaching out to try to help. Instead of recognizing your intent, the bird jerks free in a frantic effort to escape. You are the only one who can help, yet the bird refuses your assistance. How foolish. Doesn't it understand? You say. Yet it's precisely how God's people responded to God's overtures. I want to heal Israel, cried the Lord, but Israel refused. 7-1 Blinded by sin and devoured by wickedness, the people rejected God's gracious offers, and the heart of God grieved. Instead of compassion, he was forced to extend a hand of punishment. 
Are you grieving the Lord today by your stubborn refusal to respond to his grace? Pinpoint a bad habit, an unchecked passion, a persistent sin that is saddening your Lord. Then remember the illustration of the injured bird. The choice is up to you. Yield to God's love before you feel his hand of discipline. By chastening, the Lord separates the sin he hates from the sinner he loves. That is so true. That's all for today, my friends. It was great reading along with you. Have a great day, and God bless. And I will see you tomorrow. Lord willing, peace.